like once I've started hanging out without drinking, I've just started like not really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's just like just hanging out with my buddies. And, exactly. This has the potential to be interesting. Hmm? This has the potential to be very interesting. God, this is so quiet here. All right, grab a mic, get it right in there. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. All right. Yeah, usually when we start these things, like right, like I'm like excited, I'm like the room's like the good, good volume, everything's great. And then, like, somebody puts, like, two chains in the jukebox, and I'm like, shit, it's all screwed now. Like, so now I'm going to have to be screaming. Like, now I'm praying someone's going to put on two chains. <laughs> I think you might get your ass kicked in here doing something like that. Let's try the thing with the microphones again. What's that? Let's try the thing with the microphones again. All right. There it is. Hello? Told you the jukebox would start. Yep, perfect. All right, you ready for this thing? Yeah, I think so. All right. Hey, everybody, welcome down to another edition of Dive Bar Mitzvah. Hey, it is me, your pal Ian. Greetings from the polar vortex. Uh, Right now, it is butt ass cold outside. It's, it's, I, what is it? I'm actually going to look it up. I usually say six, six degrees, eight degrees, according to my phone, eight degrees outside. But that's before the wind chill. It's, it's, it's as cold as hell out there. It is unpleasant. It is god awful. You guys need all that light there? Uh, If we could use it, that'd be great. Is that all right? That's no problem. I just wanted to check. Cool. No, thank you. We're just, we're just doing, we're just doing a quick interview podcast thing. No, well, yeah, but thank you for asking. Yeah, please. Yeah, because otherwise someone's just going to turn them off. Here. But yeah, we could steal it for a little bit. That'd be great. Cause, yeah. yeah, spectacular. No thank you. Problem. Thank you very much. Yeah. Everyone's very nice. See, I would have been like, screw you. You're not a veteran of a foreign war. <laughs> Hit the bricks, kid. <laughs> right. Um, and anyway, uh, we are here at the VFW in uh, Columbia Heights, Minnesota. One of my favorites. Actually, like a, kind of like a hidden gem for me. I come here, I'm not saying like weekly, but at least once a month I pop in here. Um, for a long time, it was great because they still had matches. You, you know, if nothing else, you could come here and you could go home with like a handful of matches. It was spectacular. Were they loose? No, no, no. They're they, they just giving you, here's a match. <laughs> you light it, here's one. one. Pace Find yourself, kid. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you can get matches here. And like, I, I just got a pitcher of beer for six bucks. It's great. You had to get buzzed in, as you might hear from the buzzer in the background from time to time. But it's a great little haunt here on Central in Columbia Heights. I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, please sign in first. So there. Did you sign in, Nate? Yeah, I did. Good for you. I because did. they will flip you. No, sh- no shortage of shit. Um, now, I'm gonna I introduce- scribbled my name, but I did sign in. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I wrote my name in. I'm always very, you know, I've been coming here long enough to try to like be one of the new assholes they don't entirely hate. Which is a fine line. Anyway, um, but it, it, today it's all about the Christmas spirit here, uh, and I found a new Christmas tradition around my house. I, um, as you may or may not be aware, I'm a cat guy. I, I'm, I'm pro cat. Dogs are fine. I had some great dogs growing up. They're spectacular. I don't care about them though. I'm a cat guy, and um, for this Christmas, I decided what would be better than clothes for my cat. Girlfriend and I uh, decided a red hoodie, kind of like ET, uh, you know. And yesterday yeah. we. Uh, we, we got it in the mail, um, and we were both very excited. Got the got the little cat hoodie out of the box. I'm like, this is going to be spectacular. And tried to put the cat in the hoodie. And uh, long story short, there are scratches all over my arms. <laughs> and uh, I was bit more times than I could <laughs> care to count. Cat 
not feeling the hoodie at all in the least, uh, which is a damn shame because for like the couple seconds we had her in it, adorable, absolutely right. adorable. I don't know if it's going to be an annual tradition around the house, but it, it definitely should be. Uh, cats in hoodies. Um, look it up on the internet. It's it's adorable, and they're like sixteen bucks. And it's it, we had the warning like the cat might hate you for this, and the lit- lady who laid it, who the lady who made it literally said, the cat might hate you, and I was like, well, yeah, that's that, that's a good bargain for is sixteen there, bucks. Is there even a possibility that it won't like well, are there see, that's some the cats thing. that that's are the into thing it? on her etsy page resplendent of images of cats with no problem wearing mm. the hoodies the cats actually look quite cozy and and i say comely and, and they, 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 they they look <laughs> yeah, happy well, they're I, good they're good looking they're yeah. you know they're, they're enjoying themselves my cat uh not so much but to her credit you know like five minutes later she was back saying we're cool you know, she wasn't holding right, grudge, right. but she also would give you a look like, if you ever try that shit again, I'll kill you in your sleep. But, you know, I understand you thought it was a funny idea. It didn't quite work out Some cats way. are militant nudists. Yeah, I know. And, of course, uh, with Christmas coming up, I'm going back home uh, to my adopted homeland of New Orleans, Louisiana. And today's guest is not his adopted homeland, Louisiana. No, no, no. He's actually from there. He is from Forked Island. Yes, Forked that's Island. correct. Okay, and ladies and gentlemen, our, our guest today, Mr. Nate Abshire. Hey, Nate. Hey, I, now I feel like I've been talking, shouldn't have been talking before, because I just got introduced. You, you felt that too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's fine. It's great to be here. Thank yeah, you for exactly. having me. Uh, Forked Island. Uh, I was here before that, this. I didn't come from Louisiana for this. That would be great. No, you that know what? You, you, you flew yeah. in. Yeah, Forked flew in Island. for the podcast. You got to take a, uh, like a pontoon to a puddle yep. jumper. Before you yep. get to the uh, New Orleans uh, airboat, yeah, exactly, and then you end up at, the, at uh, Louis Armstrong International. Mm-hmm. Then you come right here, and it's, I was looking this up. Are you are you going back to Forked Island for Christmas? I'm not. I'm actually going to be. What, what kind uh, of fucking son are you? Jesus, yeah, shit! I'm the worst. I uh, I'm going to be headlining at Acme Comedy Company Christmas week. Okay, well we'll get to, we'll get to the plugs in a little <laughs> bit there, Buttercup. Uh, <laughs> I just figured I'd. Because it, I was I mean, doing the math, because you know I figured maybe you'd get out after that, and uh, but yeah, it's a three-hour drive from New Orleans, and, and and while you're driving from New Orleans, you get to pass through places such as Raceland, Gray, and New Iberia, which I've, <laughs> I you know I was kind of like you know what it's I hope Nate will be there and I can make the drive out to to Forked Island, and your dad still lives there, right? It's actually yes, he does, and uh, like a lot of things there, it's like uh, like I guess. More similar to Louisville, mm-hmm. it's not pronounced the way that it should be pronounced. Oh, how is it pronounced? Fork it. What the? F- oh, see, that's a problem with Louisiana. Yeah, it's a problem with the South in general. But it's. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I don't even necessarily think that Forked Fork it? is correct. Forked Island is Fork what it. it's called. Is it named after like Sir Henry Forked? I mean, is there like <laughs> somebody this was this was named for? I mean, I have no idea. But it's. But like that's just what I heard. Like I never like heard that from a reputable source. Yeah. Like most of the, I mean, you know, but that's that's the rumors. That what's that's what it's called. I still don't believe it, but you still call it Forked yeah. Island. Does Forked Island have a post office? Do they have any sort of municipal government where you could go in and go settle a bet for me? <laughs> How do you pronounce the, the um, my birthplace? I feel like there's more game wardens than any other office of government yeah. in yeah. that area. Now, when you uh, go home and visit, I, I'm going to say you go down there several times a year. Yeah. Um, you didn't have to agree. I was just going to say. I mean, that. I, yeah. it's a good. It's a good guess. Now, uh, usually a couple at least. Yeah, and I mean the thing. I mean, I'm from Indiana, and Indiana is kind of known for its 
regionless accent. We we're mm-hmm. kind of like there's not really much of one. I mean, people who aren't from Indiana think that if you're from Indiana, oh, you can smell it like shit a mile away. Like you can you can smell an Indiana yeah. accent. But you know, to to the lay person, you might yeah, you probably wouldn't notice one at all. Louisiana, of course, thick. Um, I got my introduction to the Louisiana accent from Justin Wilson when he was making Ruffles potato chips in commercials. <laughs> that might be before your time, and that's my, okay. okay. Uh, you know, we are years and years apart in age, Nate. Um, but you, when you go home, you must uh, have people look at you and go, hey, what's up, fancy man? Because <laughs> you do not have any shred of southern accent that I can pick up. Yeah, yeah, that's... Um, it's definitely it happens like i get it from my family a lot like i get the kind of like you forgot where you came from kind of vibe really just because of the way that i uh now are they because i talk funny now is it is it is it very is it strongly creole there is that the well uh no i'm from cajun louisiana creole is okay so now i'm gonna get school because i've heard this stuff before but i really have no idea the difference between cajun and creole is cajun is descended from white french mm-hmm. from canada Okay. Canadian trappers that got kicked out of Canada moved down to Louisiana. Yeah, so they got kicked out of Canada, and then they went as far south as they could before they hit water? I don't really See, I don't know that, that story, See, yeah, but that's like... sounds like a Forked Island that's story, That's the descendants of that area, like a lot of them. My family is not French, but the people that settled southwest Louisiana were mm-hmm. um, French trappers. And then Creole is, I believe, Haitian. French, okay. and so in which which one is it again? That it's around Forked Island, Cr- Cajun. So do you have a, a strong Creole Cajun? is like uh, is like New Orleans. Okay, what's that? Do you have, so did the family uh, strong with Creole or Cajun? Which one was it? I'm sorry, Cajun. Cajun, Cajun. Uh, accents. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and, my, and, and here, and if you would like a difference between New York and L.A., what would the differences be <laughs> between your Creole and your Cajun accent? I can't. Really like bullshit. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> get the microphone in. On I this. can't do the. I'm terrible with accents in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like just I can't. Like I can't do them at all. Yeah. Um, like if I try to do a Scottish accent, it fades into Australian in oh, a couple course. words, yeah, and yeah. then back into something. That's like the I can't about being American. You know, it's all. Right. It's, it's all. all other. It's all, all somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Um, the, I can. I'm. I'm much more versed in the differences in the food. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Because um, Creole is kind of the world cuisine, and then Cajun is is much more like home cooking. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Um, if there's tomatoes in something and they're telling you it's a Cajun dish, they are incorrect. All right. Um. But is this tall sounds like Jethro Tull. That is definitely okay. Jethro Tull. That's yeah. locomotive breath. Jeez. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I only know three Jethro Tull songs, but that is one of them. I know Aqualung. Yep. That's what's, what's number the, two. So what's the second one? What's the first one then? You know, or third one. Locomotive Breath. And then uh, there's got to be another. I know that. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. No, Bungle in the Jungle. You could have just made that up. It sounds like you did make it is, that up. No, that is legitimate. That Bungle Jethro Tull in the song. Jungle. Bungle in the Jungle. It's a good song. I All like I know it. is if you end up at a bar and somebody says, hey. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about a bungle in a jungle? And I'd be like, I am the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> this is there's going to be a this smoke VFW silhouette. This has changed. <laughs> yeah, that's the last time I've been here. Um, okay, so you're not going to do any accents for me. Um, not going to do any accent work. It's it's such a strange accent to do because like the it's vi- very different from the stereotypical southern mm-hmm. like hey boy like that kind of yeah. Um, 
the thing I always notice when I go home is that uh, nothing, no O's. Every O is an A. Okay. You know, tornado. Okay. That kind of thing. All right. It's not a tornado. We had that um, in Indiana a little bit as well. And in addition to like I's would turn into E's, so it wouldn't be fish on a dish. It'd be fish and dish. Or, oh, wow. Or a window. I guess that would be, you know, yeah. you, you just, yep. you know. So window. Window. Um, One of my teachers in uh, junior high. Fish, dish. Yeah, it was just... <laughs> Yeah, I always feel like that should be a unique disqualification for, for being a teacher. For teacher, in fairness, shop teacher. Okay, yeah, well, so, that's, yeah, exactly. Right. And he yeah. had all of his fingers, so that should have probably been its own disqualification. That's <laughs> um, all right. So as you mentioned, you got a big show coming up on Christmas. Now, this is the week of Christmas. The week leading up to Christmas. Yeah. Okay. And you are going to be a double header of comedy at Acme Comedy Club. You'll be there with uh, our, our guest who was just on a couple weeks ago, Brian Miller. And oddly enough, the bar that we went to two weeks ago is now closing. There's something. Oh, really? There's something that happens when Are Brian you, and I get together. You I guess cooling them out. Uh, we know the place is closed down. Like they're, they're they got sold like the week after what we bar? were there. Adrian's uh, Tavern. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I see. You haven't heard, but that's probably part of the reason why it's yeah, going out of business. Uh, but yeah, you're going with Brian Miller. Uh, Christmas show at Acme. And a little known fact about this show is you guys repeat the same material every year, right? <laughs> <laughs> People around Acme call it the gift that keeps giving, where it's just the same damn sets from you guys year in and year out. It's like an annual tradition now there where you guys write nothing new. The Mitt Romney stuff kills, by the oh, way. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter what year um, it is. He's actually, Brian Miller actually got access to a time machine, went back in time and wrote Monica Lewinsky jokes <laughs> uh, when they were relevant and still doesn't to this day. Yeah. Um, I actually, this <laughs> this is awkward, but this Christmas... Last Christmas, he and I co-headlined the week. Mm-hmm. This this year, I'm headlining. Oh, really? Okay, because I thought it was still a co-headline set. But no, no, no. this is the Nate Abshire this, experience it's gonna featuring be like, Brian Miller. It's going to be me repeating my material yeah, only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. So how, I, I bet Brian's pissed off about that. Um, probably. I've had to... I emceed once when he featured. Okay. And that was when he had a shirt made that said, Funnier than Nate Abshire. I saw that shirt, yeah. And yeah. walked on. He's very proud of that shirt. In his defense, it might be the funniest thing he's ever done. <laughs> now, and you are are in a good position because you're at Acme all the damn time. I mean, you know, obviously Acme uh, famous for uh, touring headliners, but you're there punching with the best of them. Well, I, w- I mean, I feel like that we have our own little practice. Like, <laughs> I don't necessarily feel like I'm throwing punches with some of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, some of those guys Why are amazing. That? Well, yeah, of course, but hey, um, come on, a little confidence yeah, here. No, you See, know, I mean, I'm, I'm You still doing have right. some time to get the show taken away from you. This could be Brian Miller's headlining slot. You keep having fucking attitude like that, All right, that, that's man. true. I feel like I really tanked my City Pages interview with oh, that really? kind of attitude. Yeah. yeah, just trying to, like, I feel like, because I, I was definitely raised with, uh, like, with not just humble, but, like, where it's funny to talk shit about yourself of course kind of yeah, and, yeah. and so and then i keep doing it and i feel like sometimes people are like jesus this guy must just not be any yeah. good yep <laughs> exactly this is false humility not a realistic idea of who i am yes, <laughs> right I'm, right i'm trying to seem approachable to the police <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i think i'm amazing but yeah. if you walk around talking about that no one likes you see that's what i thought for a long time and then i started telling everybody i was amazing you know what started getting more work seriously <laughs> and i don't really uh quote ted nugent often Don't you? I know, right? But uh, I can't stop quoting the Nuge. Ted Nugent once uh, somebody somebody asked Ted, 
um, how did you become the greatest guitar player on the, in the world? And he said, I started telling everybody, the greatest guitar player <laughs> in the world. It just happened. And I think there's some truth to that. I think so, so too. So you've got a City Pages article coming out where it's like Nate Abshire, average. Yeah, Nate Abshire yeah. doing his best. No, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, there's a way where you, and, I, and after you know years of doing interviews, I found that there is a fine line. Of, of fake humility and fake bolstering, like you can you can do yeah. both. Yeah, yeah, and, and with like kind of a wink and a nod. Now nobody buys it, but it looks better in print. So the the interviewer will look at you like you're an asshole, but it makes for a better article. Well, who yeah. wrote this? Can we call him? Let's get him on the phone right now. Has it gone? It hasn't gone to print. Yeah, uh, you got a while. Right? Probably not. I think we've got some time. I mean, I'd like to at least you know piss in his ear a little bit. Yeah, I'd like to be unhappy with the article before I see it. Yeah, of course. That's how I like to make it. So friends. kind of like a pre-rejection. Yeah. Where it's like, well, fuck you. I didn't want this anyway. Yeah, I feel like, feel like this isn't... I'm not going to like it. So, so this is going to be just... the compendium to the city pages. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, Two sides of Nate Abshire. He did a great it. job. Yeah. I just feel. I just want to do over. Yeah. Yeah. So. And have you had problems with press in the past? Where you just mm-hmm. don't... Where you don't come off I mean, as, as you should? Uh, no. I think... I, God, I, I have. I've definitely nailed one. Okay. Uh, I nailed a Star Trib interview when I did the last comic standing in like 2013. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Uh, but that's the only time I've ever walked away from it like, feel like I got him. Yeah. Wasn't that just a questionnaire? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> Killed it. <laughs> there are four questions. I answered all of them. I did Pithy. so good, though. One time I did a TV interview when I was in Toledo, and I was uh, following a boy band. Okay. Sure. <laughs> called After Romeo. Never. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I looked up some of their stuff just because I was like to make sure they were just in fact a real curious. band. Yeah. Um, and the best part was like they looked like a holdover from the '90s in all of the most perfect ways, from like the hair to their obviously cocaine addicted manager <laughs> with slick back hair yeah, and a leather yeah, yeah. jacket yeah, at okay. seven in the morning. Wow. It was just magical. Great. And he's like on a flip phone. Like it was just like uh-huh. so. Anyway. That's an aside, but. But one time you did a decent television interview. Oh, I didn't do good. It was just really fun because they were there. Oh, okay. (laughs) Also, I followed them on Twitter after it, and they completely ignored me. No one acknowledged me at all. Like, I was talking to them and stuff. What a bunch of dickbags. After Romeo. Just afraid I'll hurt their image, I guess. You do TV in Toledo once. You think you're hot shit. Yeah. I don't know. You know, when you're going up, you meet people. You go down, you meet the same people. But you stay, like I have, pretty much consistent. Those just become your peers. You know, we're just I like riding the same ship of fools together. <laughs> I like to let everyone's career roller coaster around the flat line that I'm maintaining. So I still see them <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> I, I wrote down a question right here. And it's not technically a question. It's just one word. You know what that word is? Can you read my mind? Nope. Taking a sip of my beverage before I introduce this one. Because this is this is good. Stroking. Whenever I hear the song <laughs> Stroking, I always you're right. Yeah. I, I think I, I think Nate Abshire many years ago, we were hanging out. Um, I don't know if any of this uh, podcast could be interesting to anyone either than you or not. <laughs> talk about shit we did. It was awesome. <laughs> we were hanging out and and you just showed up one day talking about stroking. Now explain to me, because there are many great Christmas songs out there. Uh, my favorite, though, seriously, probably one of them, uh, Backdoor Santa by Clarence Carter, later yep. sampled by Run DMC, uh, right. Christmas and Hollis. Of course, before that, or I guess after that, Clarence Carter did a little song called Strokin'. Strokin'. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the song? Man? I think the song is fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
and I think he he dances the line between profane and goofy. Yeah. And Which is, is there a tough where line. Where, I mean, yes. And I didn't know at the time, but it, Clarence Carter's blind. Which shouldn't change anything. <laughs> but it doesn't. Well, but, there is that line about a policeman shining a light on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but so let's go over some of the lines of Stroke. And I can pull up the lyrics if you're unfamiliar. I mean, I feel like I have them pretty well. Okay, well, that hit me. Uh, I mean, the one that always comes to my mind, because I also think about you when I think of this song. Really? Okay, so um, I didn't realize this is a two-way street. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because every now and again, I'll hear it on the radio, and I'll just text you, Oh, Stroke it. <laughs> Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter. Um, the one that always sticks out at me is, uh, is he's talking about, he was talking about being with his lady, mm-hmm. and she said, stroke at Clarence Carter, but don't stroke so fast. If my stuff ain't tight enough, you can stick it up my woo. Uh, was, <laughs> and yeah, that's stroke it. See, I think I would say that goes more towards the profane it, than the definitely. I mean, it's juvenile. It, absolutely. But he does take a turn right at the end. Yeah. Where you can stick it up my, but well, that is right at the end, yeah. Right yeah. where, but then, but he doesn't say, you know, yeah. I mean, he definitely leads you to the water. Yeah, the, the, but he doesn't make the you water drink of it. anal intercourse. <laughs> that he, does he doesn't not make, make you drink, make you drink it. We're gonna get kicked out of here. <laughs> what uh, is this? Club I've mean? actually gotten. I don't know if it's just getting older or mm-hmm. if I'm becoming my father in a very real and visceral way, but mm-hmm. I've been uh, at just getting more and more. Out of angry music of my youth, okay. and more and, and more what, into goofy. Okay, give me some examples of, of youth anger music to where you are. Rage now. Against the Machine. Well, they suck. That fucking horrible. Hurts They're my feelings. Fucking horrible. Um, the God. I mean, it it's hurts just, my thirteen-year-old uh, feelings. My God, it's uh, um, the Fugees of hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the worst. All right. So, and uh, you've transitioned to what? Uh, lately, I've been getting into like uh, I mean, and this is over the last several years, like Warren Zevon, okay. Randy Newman. Okay, so you're actually you know getting versed in the in the history. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I always see. I I'm glad to hear you say Randy Newman because I always thought that Randy Newman was basically Tom Waits without the street cred. Like everything yeah. that everything that everyone loves and won't shut up about at bars about Tom Waits. Randy Newman is like the thinking man's Tom Waits. I mean, <laughs> granted, right. you have a New York LA thing there. But I mean, he's you know. I guess actually that's not true because Tom Waits was that like. No, but I mean, he's like you know, very well crafted songs that are very you know that very much take you to a place. So they speak to an aesthetic for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 different sides, but the same coin. And you a lot of times you talk to a Tom Waits fan. I mean, you know, first off, after they put down their clove and, and take their beret <laughs> off or whatever, you know, I mean, they have. But I mean, and you, and you and you go, well, what about Randy Newman? And they'll be like, and they'll they'll just look at you with that, you know that pussy French disdain that they seem to have. And I like Tom Waits and pussy French disdain when it comes right down to it. Um, but yeah, Randy Newman, fine. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think that Tom Waits to Randy Newman is a lot like Bob Dylan to John Prine. Okay. Um, I think that they're both like the latter in each comparison is just a little sillier. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as good of songwriters and just as good of musicians, really. Like I think John Prine's fantastic. Uh, Randy Newman, I've been getting into a lot, and um, I love the wink and the smile that's implicit in every every goofy song. And I think that I mean, first off, I think um, what's his nuts? Fam- Seth MacFarlane has done a huge disservice. <laughs> 
to a lot of things, but I mean, I think that right now, the, like humor to start, just you know, tip of the tip of the iceberg. But to have what you know, have him kind of turn Randy Newman into a punchline for you know, twenty-two-year-olds who wouldn't know any fucking better, I think is bullshit. Yeah, I. At the same time, a Randy Newman punchline is what got me into Randy Newman. Really? Yeah. Was it from Was it from that? No. Okay. It was actually There's from uh, this old. Uh, group that used to play on the Bob and Tom show called uh, also from Indiana yep um, called Paul and Storm and it's just goofy music that I listened to I heard them open for a band once and listened to it and they did a thing where they did parodies of Randy Newman okay that's (laughs) That sounds like a very specific audience that they were going for. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I feel like Who they the kind of audienced themselves yeah. out of careers, <laughs> basically, which is kind of what I'm yeah. doing with stand-up comedy. It's like, it's like Leo Sayer's songs, but we've done it in a ragtime field that everyone can get behind. Like, Who the fuck wants to hear that? That's absolutely horrible. Uh, so it's been pretty exciting. I don't know. I've been listening to short people now, what do you think? That, what do you think this means about you, though? This is what we're getting to, though. Because, I mean, you have now, you're becoming I, I, a mellow I, old man. I that, think that I'm, the I'm turning into my dad. I'm actually, right now, I'm at a, an age where I have a living memory of my father at this age. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and it's definitely becoming, like, I don't know. There's just so many things where I'm like, I'm turning into my goddamn father. Jeez. So, have you, have you discussed this with your father? No. Mostly we talk about cooking now. Okay, um, that's the he built a smokehouse two years ago. Yeah, you've told me about this, and uh, so I get care packages of smoked meat. You can do that, huh? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you could. I didn't know you could ship meat. I mean, smoked meat. You don't get I mean, shipped. Yeah, you can't it, have blood all over everything. It's again. not a. Uh, I mean, we're definitely playing fast and loose with food safety. Yeah, rules, maybe we so. should. Maybe we should edit this part out. I hate for anybody <laughs> from TSA to get a load of this. I wouldn't. Now, I mean, I hate to do this. This is horribly hack, but it seems like once an episode, I ask just, I ask just a fucking shameful question: Is there? Is there? How much gator eating is there? Oh, it's a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. My uh, my uncle Carl Dean, who goes by Nero. <laughs> Your name's Carl Dean, man. That's already pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everyone calls him Nero. He's my uncle Nero. Yeah. Um, but I think. In reality, the relation is second cousin. Okay. Um, it's all very confusing down there. And, um, yeah. Right. Not <laughs> That wasn't an incest joke. <laughs> it's just that I'm related to everyone down there. And so yes. the older the older people that are your cousins that are like your parents' age, you just call uncle of and course. aunt. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, he was... his. He worked for an alligator farm. And the way an alligator farm works is... They don't breed alligators in captivity because it's too dangerous. Okay. You don't let them get that big. Okay. What they do is you raid the swamp for alligator eggs. Steal them. Steal the eggs. Grow those alligators to be about four feet long. um, uh, Butcher. That's the word for animals. You murder them. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, sell the skins to one guy and the meat to another guy. Those are tiny alligators. Okay, but four feet. All right. Yeah, okay. Um, Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to get in a tussle with a four-foot alligator, but still. Right. I mean, you'd win. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I think I don't think I'd come out as much of a winner as I'd like. Right. I mean, you wouldn't win hard. Nobody wins, really, if you're fighting an alligator. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Um, but his job within the place was to jump out of the helicopter and get the eggs and get back into the helicopter before anything murdered him. And this is what Carl Dean did? Yeah. I'm sorry. Nero? Yeah. <laughs> Nero. Yeah. That's, that was Nero's job. He's wow. a fucking maniac. That's pretty badass. It's amazing. Um, In a helicopter. Man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think at one point they used airboats, but but, I mean, but then still, eventually. But talk about high pressure because you know helicopters. I know I know they do one thing. They fucking crash from time to time. <laughs> and if you're gonna crash anywhere, I sure as fuck don't want it to be over. You know, you don't want it to be with, with when a when you're up sack your, full of alligator exactly, eggs. Exactly, <laughs> up to your knees in purloined uh, alligator eggs. Absolutely. Um, so there is there is a fair amount of that. Um, it's. For me, alligator is a hundred percent fried. I don't like to eat it any other way. Okay, it's just how we usually some people do it as a, like a fricassee. Do they put it in uh, a crock pot? What is it? The, the most, the other most common is probably sauce piquant, which is uh, the only Cajun dish that has a tomato sauce in it. Okay, the exception that proves the rule. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's always it's a sauce piquant is God. You just classed up our goddamn podcast by yeah. saying that. It sounds great. <laughs> yeah, that's the only. I have no idea what it is. The only time I, I could ever do do the accent is if and it's if it's one of the words that's not anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, so sauce piquant is the preparation like etouffee. Mm-hmm. So the protein is different. Is whatever you put in there. Like the two most common sauce piquants that we would eat would be turtle and. A lot of times if you have turtle, you'll make a sauce piquant with it because it's a very dark meat. Okay. And sauce piquant cooks for a long time. Great. So it turns out real good. Uh, or alligator. Okay. I don't really like alligator anyway but fried because alligator is like, if you make a triangle of meat where you've got fish, pork, and chicken yeah. at the edges of the triangle, mm-hmm. alligator is right in the middle. Okay. Um where it's like a little fishy, and it's got kind of the consistency of fish. Once it cooks, it becomes more the consistency of chicken. All right. And then there's a little por- like it's a little bit right pork in the middle. And beef in there as well. It's no beef, just oh, no those beef. three, okay. right? That and so the, like the triangle, yes. And Sorry. so when you fry it, it's amazing. Okay. But like sometimes when it cooks any other way, it gets a little gamey, and it's just not. I don't enjoy it. I had alligator once at the Minnesota State Fair. I had alligator sausage. Um, how was it? I've only had alligator once. It was at the Minnesota <laughs> State Fair when it was sausage. I thought it was, I, I thought it was borderline disgusting, but I, you know, I wasn't. I, but I wasn't. Sausage you know, sounds terrible. But yeah, but I wasn't. You know, I have a feeling that how much of that is ambiance at that point? You're with your father. I'd like to imagine a rustic, a rustic kind of swampy area <laughs> in, yeah, in Forked Island. That and and that ambiance, I think, would sell me on because I the the concept of eating turtles to me, and I don't give two fucks about turtles. I'm going to sound like I'm right. some sort of turtle lover, like. You know, like I'm walking around hugging turtles and shit. I don't, I don't care about turtles. It's a good way to get salmonella. <laughs> but the process, with the concept of of eating turtles, is repellent. But if here I am, you know, out by the smokehouse <laughs> in Poppin Abshire's house, spectacular. I mean, I'd, I'd eat me some turtle. It's been a long time since I've eaten turtle. Okay, but um, but I mean, but alligator. Though, I mean, I'm just trying to say. Yeah, you know, I think. Yeah, that, the other thing about alligator is uh, it's a much more complicated animal to clean. Okay. Because they have, I think they're like musk glands throughout the meat that you have to take out, um, which are more common. And well, I shouldn't say they're they're in all alligator, but in wild alligator, they're much more prominent and disgusting. Ugh. So like when you eat one, it's fucking gross. Yeah. Uh, so you have to like they're these little clear things, and you have to go and pull. That's them. horrible. That's yeah. I mean. As you have gotten into, uh, you know, more introspective singer-songwriter stuff as you age, <laughs> I, uh, I've... <laughs> become more grocery store-driven? <laughs> no, I've become much more... Because like, I remember when I was, like, 18, somebody asked me, are you vegetarian? And I was like, fuck you. And then I'm like, 
like, I think I bit their dog just to prove it or something <laughs> like that. Like, like no, 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 I'm all right. about the meat. Meat, 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 meat. Almost to the point of reactionary because every, like so many people I knew were vegetarian. I'm just like, fuck you, hippies. Yeah. Ian's alt meat. I'm exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Using bacon as a straw. I don't care. I just yeah. Love, yeah, couldn't get enough of it. The older I get, though. Like, now if I even have, like, chicken wings, I get a little, like, dodgy on it because it's just kind of gross. Yeah. I don't know what's, I don't know what's happening. I mean, because I mean, like, it used to just be, like, a point of pride how much meat I could eat. Now, when I think about it, I get, ugh. And, needless to say, chicken wings don't have a fucking musk gland. <laughs> right. And if they did, Jesus Christ. I mean, at that point, it's like, you know what? Apple sounds fine, you know? Maybe. <laughs> Get me a muskmelon over here. I love muskmelon. Never have it. Why don't I ever have muskmelon? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try some more of that. You know what? Fucking fry up, fry up some tofu into the what? What is it? Sauce pecan. Yeah, exactly. Put some put some tofu in there, or not. You know what? Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe you know, I'll, I'll figure out something I can eat. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I mean, it, it just at this point, it's like, I, it's easier for me to get my head around something I don't have to think about eating, which is so explanatory. I mean, which is redundant thing right. to say, but I mean, it's just like you know, I can just. You know, fuck, you know what? Granola is delicious. You know, and I, can just, I can just eat it. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to have any weird sort of issues with it. I mean, which is repellent to me. And my father, by the way, turn, speaking of turning into one's father, my father became, you know, like 80% bacon by the time he died. Like, he just, you know, he got more and more about bacon. Uh, brought a girl home once, uh, visit, visit my parents. And my father did something that my mom and I thought was totally normal. My girlfriend was, like, beside herself laughing. Just decided, like, you know, 7 o'clock, we're watching television. My dad goes, who wants bacon? <laughs> and I go, right here. My mom says, oh, yeah, that sounds delightful. And my girlfriend is just like, wait a second, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> we, 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 snack on, we snack on bacon. And we dine on death, by the way. We, we, <laughs> but we snack on bacon. And, and then we eat cigarette butts. Exactly. You know what? And after we, after we had... After we had that bacon, I'm willing to bet you as much as you want. Me and my father went outside, had a smoke, talked about how great that bacon was. <laughs> my, my dad's big uh, big uh, secret was, and he was explaining it to my girlfriend during that trip. It's like, because my, my girlfriend rightfully went, this bacon's great. And my dad's like, you know what the secret is? And she's like, what's that? You got to pepper the fuck out of it. Just put all the pepper you can on it. And so, yeah. And uh, actually today, um, as I was filling in the, uh, uh, what is it, the, the little member, the, 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 yeah, the visitor sign-in sheet, I wrote down the date. Today would have been my dad's 65th birthday. So oh. I brought him up right in time for that. But, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know why I'm getting less and less, you know, meaty with age. I, it, it's, it's just gross to me now. I also don't know why I bring up my father's death in, in the middle of the podcast. Well, I mean. I guess that kind of makes sense. Happy birthday, Mr. Rance. Yes, exactly. Um, First of all, I, I think that there's definitely been my palate has definitely shifted a lot where it's uh, it's not that I enjoy meat less. I just need like too much grease and meat. I need something else. Like, yeah, I've started eating a lot more fruit, mm -hmm. like just to snack on that kind of stuff. Yep. Just to I nature's get, I, candy, they call it. It's, indeed. Yeah, I've gotten really into uh, this. Is I feel like I'm the most boring person in the world. I've gotten really no, into. No, I'm dressing this up great. Yeah. Really into pomegranates. Okay. Yeah. Living healthy in 2016. Yeah. With it's, got a, it's got a good. It's a very zen peeling oh, a pomegranate. Yeah. It's going to take 20 minutes, but uh, just dig into it and enjoy that's too yourself. See, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, the pomegranate juice, the palm wonderful stuff costs a lot, but I've never tried it. Actually, I take that back. One time I got a pomegranate. I got about like halfway into it. I'm just like, fuck this. <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. Yet again, maybe I'll try an orange. Not for, maybe not for people with day jobs. Ugh. you got to have a lot of time. I do. I've got shit tons of time, but not enough time to eat a fucking pomegranate. <laughs> oh, you're right. So uh, when can I come down to uh, Forked Island? I want to come down and visit your dad. Anytime. 
Right. He's always there. Well, I was hoping you'd come along. Otherwise, he's <laughs> knocking on the door going, hey, Nate, wants, here, let me, let me cue this part of the podcast up. <laughs> yeah, don't ever show them <laughs> the things that I say. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll just skip right ahead. Oh, yeah, visit him anytime. See, I told you. Yeah. Now, give me there some vittles, man. <laughs> Let's get down to this. He would love that. I'd always tried oh, to, I bet. <laughs> I've always tried to send people, send people to him, but it's a little out of the way. Fork it, a fork it island? Yeah, believe yeah. it or not. Is it actually an island? No, they're Jesus called, Christ, they're everything's all a lie named, about yeah, this place. It's fucking ridiculous. It's all all the areas down there are named after the shape that they have when they flood in the old times. Wow, that's that's a, no, adorable and spooky. Yeah. They don't flood so much anymore because there's canals everywhere. So yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but still sometimes. Oh, yeah, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> it can happen. All right, so let's get down to it. So what can people expect at your headlining show over Brian Miller uh, Christmas week at Acme? Um, I think we're finally going to put to bed the rumor that he started that he's funnier than me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely on the on the docket. Um, I'm, I've been doing a lot of, uh, a lot more. A lot of cardio? Yeah. yeah. A lot of cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've really been working out. Um, a lot of jumping jacks and... Uh, you know, I try to I f- try to keep my material as smart as I can without losing the sort of grit that I enjoy. Of course. In entertainment. Yeah. I don't like uh, I feel like a lot of stuff that when people try to make something clever or smart, they always try to m- It's like it's like a Star Trek. Every all the spaceships are so goddamn clean. It's true. Like it's not that's not humans. That's not reality. Like, they're it's be, the future, man. Yeah, it, but it wouldn't. There, it'd still be dirty carpets. So you know what it, I mean? Like, well, but it, so you can have like stained a, a fish person with gills. That doesn't. That doesn't freak. That's that, well, of course. It's the right. future that, that would makes happen. sense. But the fact that it's, it's clean, too clean. It's like, way too clean. Okay. Let's see your apartment. I'd like, like, also. It also, but that's just my whole point about about grit in general. I okay. just feel like I feel like the yeah, anytime, that's a good point. I, I totally lost track. That was an analogy being, being made right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was so taken aback at the concept. I was just like, yeah, of course, that's what we've been talking about. So all that's that's yeah. actually kind of my thing. Also, is uh, I like to use metaphors that are so involved that no one knows what the fuck I'm exactly. talking there's no, about. There's no way out. Yeah, and I, uh, I like I like talking about Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, just like fuck it. <laughs> Let's dig into that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that it's like a. Oh, I'm sorry. Please keep talking about it. I was going to make a really bad, like you know, Troy versus Crusher, uh, Ginger Marianne thing. That's really stupid. Please go on okay. about your show, though. Please go on about. Uh, so yeah, uh, talk a little bit about science. I'm I'm in the process. <laughs> so jeez. Well, fuck. Can I buy tickets online? <laughs> <laughs> no, no tickets online. Can I- Boy, I don't want this one to sell out. Nate Epstein, are going to start talking about science right on stage at Acme. Yep, there's a lot of. It's gonna be like there's a also talk. a lot of butt stuff. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. All right. Um, I mean, not like I don't do butt stuff, no, but there's a science there too. But I talk about it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm in a process. I'm in a process right now where I am trying to write a bunch of new material, and uh, so a, a lot of the show there there should be some new stuff, even if someone's seen me before. Yep. Um, that's a something that I'm working on, and I've uh, you know, there's been no shortage of current events topics. Jeez. Uh, One thing that I'll say that I haven't really been able to turn into a funny joke is that uh, <laughs> I mean, but I think it is entertaining at least is the whole Mike Pence 
uh, at Hamilton. Yeah. Do you remember that yeah, yeah, story, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, You're trying out new material on me right now. I can see it in your face. Yeah. I'm not okay. at all. This is not, I mean, maybe. Okay. But Let's see how it goes. He, <laughs> he went to Hamilton, yeah. and they scolded him, kind of, and he got booed by exactly. audience on members. Broadway. And, on Broadway. He was right. put in an awkward position by being... You know, right. the home folk, bigot asshole from Indiana, and you know, on right. Broadway, the Great White Way surprisingly did not play out as he had as he had imagined. The thing that really cracked me up about it was months before that, when Hamilton kind of first entered the public consciousness, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends were very in love with it. Some of them still are. Um, so I was like, "Well, I'm going to check this out. I'm, you know, I'm cultured. I like I like music. Yep. And uh, I listened to it, and I didn't really like it. Yeah. Just didn't feel like it was for me. I didn't mm-hmm. get it. Yep." I didn't really enjoy it, and uh, and then this story came out, and I realized Mike Pence has a better taste in entertainment than I do. Like Mike <laughs> Pence, <laughs> Mike Pence's yeah. friends were like, "If you're here to this Broadway thing, it's probably terrible." <laughs> and he, against all odds, he's like, "I'm going to check it out." You know and then he listened to it, and then about. he's like, "I'm going to take the whole goddamn family to this show. Yeah. This is good quality. <laughs> this is high culture." <laughs> yeah. So that is weird. Right? It's weird. Of course. Yeah. How does he like it and I don't? <laughs> I, is that a problem? I mean, I don't think it's easy being that. Is he being... So you're saying he's ahead of you as far as culture is concerned? I don't know. You listened to it, didn't like it. I just think it's good not to be on the same page as Mike Pence. I would think that would be a happy place to be. I mean, I'm okay. I'm, but it is... I feel like Broadway is, I mean, more for me than it is for him <laughs> to begin with. Well, but know? I mean, in honesty, he's going to be a lot more likely to get tickets. That's true. So maybe he was just waving his dick around, going, "Ha ha, vice president elect needs oh, tickets." Oh, you think it was like? A, I think it was. Do you a, think he wanted to show up just to be like, "Hey, we won asshole, asshole victory lap." That's exactly what I thought. It was. Yeah, 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 asshole just victory, victory lap. lap. Yep. I mean, because wow. I mean, I think what everyone is he the about, kind of guy that watches the ball when he hits a home run? Yeah, I feel yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think I yeah. and points at it after he hit. Unlike <laughs> 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 like, did you guys see that? Right there. <laughs> That's where it's going to land. Right Left there, field, where it just landed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I think the thing that people forget about Pence, and uh, not that anyone should even know anything about Pence, but I mean, he was—he's a fucking shit starter. He was fucking like a radio guy. He did like. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he was, I've only known him as Indiana. That's why he was so good on. Well, he as. I think while he was in Indiana, he would do like talk radio, um, and that's why he was so good in the debates because he's just that slimy brand of asshole that you'll see in, in radio talk. People. He's like John Ashcroft era Republican. He's uh, terrifying. Yeah, Boy, we're, we're gonna be okay. Ended this one on a fuck up. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's try. Let's try to get out strong. <laughs> Well, happy holidays, everybody, from us. Dive Bar Mitzvah to you. Thank you for listening. Um, and uh, Nate, thank you for being down here tonight. Thanks for having me. Uh, here we are at the Columbia Heights VFW Post 230, uh, right here on Central. Lovely place. Decent prices on everything. Um, I highly recommend you check it out. Um, we're sitting right by the uh, pool tab booth, and amazingly, I did not throw like 40 bucks in pool tabs. Because that would have you know ruined Yet. the podcast. Yeah, exactly. There's still time ahead of us. I highly recommend uh, you come down here and stop by. For if nothing else, we've been here for a while now. And... You know, if there has been disdain in the room, it has been it hasn't been palatable. And I'm only used to the palatable kind. Like I know, I know disdain when I feel it in the room. We haven't got it. They've been very nice. They they left the lights on for us. They they've been great. So everybody, you know what? If you're looking for a VFW to hit, I suggest you come right here to New to, to Columbia Heights. Have yourself a fine time. You gotta get here with Nate Abshire. Uh, what what days are the shows at Acme? December twentieth to twenty third. Right there. Tuesday through Friday. It's like a holidazzle with jokes. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. Don't read the upcoming article he has in City Pages. <laughs> no, definitely read it. I'm sure it's great. Yeah, hopefully the writer saves it. You know. yeah, is I Brian doing any press for this? I think he mentioned it on the podcast as well. Actually. Is he? So I think he did. I think he Ah, did. this fucking guy. I know, right? And everybody, yet again, not only thank you for listening, but thank you for uh, liking and commenting and sharing uh, Dive Our Mitzvah out there. Get the word out to the people. A rousing round of applause for our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. Always in the picture and always in good taste. Pass Blue Ribbon. Add extra flair to those leisure time activities. Put original Pass Blue Ribbon in the picture. Ahem. <laughs> People of good taste naturally go for its old-time beer flavor, original Pabst, brewed as it was when it won the Blue Ribbon in 1893. So next time, put yourself in the picture, Nate Abshire. Have yourself a PBR. Stand Up Records, we like our comedy like we like our booze, straight up and bitter. Check them out at standuprecords.com. They have new albums out all the damn time, and the Roku channel where you can see old episodes of Drink With Ian and other stuff that you might actually want to watch. All you have to do is go to the Roku channel store, look under comedy, and look for the Stand Up logo. It'll all be right there. Hundreds of hours of entertainment await you for free. you got to sit through some ads, but that's free. Fuck it. Come on, man. Uh, I, I think we're doing one next week. We might. We might be. This might be the last one of the year. And if it is, thank you for making 2016 so great. Um, I love each and every one of you. And by all means, come out and visit me uh, Thursdays at the at the Country Bar at Lynn Lake uh, in Uptown Minneapolis. Triviasco starts at eight, and I'll be hosting New Year's at First Avenue this year, as I seem to do every year. Come on down. Give me a hug. We're making out at midnight because fuck yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. I, love, I, love. I, I was leaning on you so much the entire podcast, I fell apart when it was just me talking. <laughs> I don't even know how to do this anymore. Without you, I'm nothing, Nate Amstrand. Ah, oh, man.